to the Hopcast, the podcast that delves into the fascinating world of all things human and organizational performance. I'm your host, Bobby Cowger, and together we'll explore the intricate relationship between humans, work systems, and how they interact to do good work. As someone who comes from being a frontline worker, my passion has and always will be the people. Here at the Hopcast, we are focused on moving from conformance to compassion by building relationships and leading with empathy and curiosity. Each episode, my goal is to bring you thoughts, concepts, principles, and insights that challenge the traditional safety norms. Thank you for lending me your ears and tuning in. Let's get into the episode. All right, here we go. Episode five. This is an emergency podcast. Over the weekend, I was on LinkedIn and Instagram just scrolling back and forth, killing time. And I saw that there was a fatality in Las Vegas during the preparation for the F1 race that's going to be taking place on November 18th. Now, with something like this and Las Vegas being so high paced, there's clearly a rush in production to get the grandstand set up and get the track set up. And I'm not super in the know on F1 racing, but I'm sure there's a lot that goes into the preparation and construction for an event that's going to be as big as this one. And with it being September 26th, November 18th is uh, approaching pretty quick. Now, in today's digital age, I feel like social media platforms give everybody a voice. And I think that LinkedIn's really become a powerful medium for safety professionals and other professionals to connect share knowledge and discuss industry-related matters, and it's usually a pretty positive place. However, I saw a concerning trend that, you know, recently has emerged on specifically LinkedIn, and I think that it threatens the very essence of healthy organizational culture, especially within the safety community. As I was scrolling through these comments... I noticed a number of safety professionals engaging in what I could only describe to be keyboard warrior behavior. And it's not specific to this Formula One fatality and a loss of life is tragic, whether it's at work or it's not. And my thoughts and prayers truly do go out to that man's family. And I usually don't engage in negative activity. I really do try my hardest to utilize that fifth hop principle and understand that my response matters. And that could mean by not responding at all, but I I couldn't help it. I jumped into the comments because I was seeing people talk about how dying in construction is normal. I also saw some snarky comments about how they should have wore a hard hat or if they would have just listened and worn their PPE, that the fatality wouldn't have occurred. And I think anybody listening to this podcast hopefully doesn't think that way. The individual that was saying those things, that's totally fine, I guess, kind of, maybe not really, but if that's the way that they feel, I mean, they're entitled to their opinion, right? And so we can't just blame the worker when something serious like this happens. When the catastrophic failure happens, we can't just blame the worker. And when we look for causes... We should be looking also for conditions because we need to stop trying to seek causes and really start identifying conditions. And I learned that from Dr. Todd Conklin, 
Get over causes. Stop seeking causes and start identifying conditions. Causes often lead us to blame people, which are something that we can't fix. Conditions are things that we can fix. And there was just a barrage of of negative comments and finger pointing and unconstructive criticism, and it was all from safety professionals. CSP, ASP, CHST, OHST. Everybody had an acronym after their name, and I, I honestly couldn't believe it. And I was showing my wife, and I was, I, was getting, I was getting fired up, to be completely honest. And I feel that toxicity breeds disunity. And instead of fostering a collaborative environment where safety professionals can exchange ideas and learn from each other and bounce ideas off of each other and see what other people are doing and try to help continuously improve, which should be the goal. It really did create divisions and animosity, I felt, within that comment section. But I think it's broader than that. I think it really does create animosity and division within the whole safety community. Clearly, there isn't just one way to do something. And I think that everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But you can't just start attacking each other when you have a disagreement. When I lived in Texas, you would hear a lot of clever sayings or, you know, everybody's a day late and a dollar short and things like that. And someone once told me that arguing with an idiot is like trying to teach a pig to sing. It wastes your time and annoys the pig. And I'm not calling anyone a pig or an idiot in this scenario, but you get the gist of of what I'm trying to get across. Now, this incident happened over the weekend, and it's Monday morning now, 5 a.m., And so there's no way that everyone, especially the keyboard warriors on LinkedIn, have all of the facts from the incident. And so I feel that many of the the keyboard warriors, even if it's not pertaining to this fatality, but even just you'll see those videos of people where they might be standing on the top step of a ladder or maybe doing something that just looks unsafe and they'll jump in and say, well, there you have it, folks. Like that's why incidents happen, because people stand on the top step of ladders and It's the same thing with this. They don't have all the context in that scenario and they don't have all the context for this fatality and their hasty judgments and criticisms can lead to misinformation and further complicate the situation. And it honestly damages the reputation of the safety community. And I think that the behavior tarnishes safety professionals as a whole. And it also diminishes our credibility and in the eyes of peers and employers and the broader industry community, it makes us look like I saw a a meme once and there was a gentleman and he was holding a clipboard and he had a suit on and a hard hat and he was out in the field in operations and he was talking to a group of what looked like to be construction workers. And it said, I've never done this before, but my book says that you're doing it wrong. And that's what all these people that were in this comment section basically looked like, well, at least to me. I say all that to say this, but in a world full of diverse perspective and experiences, fostering empathy, avoiding judgment, and actively listening to understand could be essential skills that these people should probably adopt. Now, those qualities not only promote healthy relationships, but they also contribute to having a psychologically safe work environment. We don't know all of the details. I doubt we will know all of the details. But when the investigation starts, which you all know I don't like that word, but 
when the investigation starts, when the fact-finding starts, when the operational learning begins. Hopefully during this process, there is some empathy and there is some compassion and they are coming from a place other than blame and shame and let's find quick, easy solutions. This is the reason why I feel so strongly about the things that I do when it comes to hop and new view safety differently is because we cannot and should never be okay with people dying at work or us altering the lives of people at work. People go to work to provide for their families, provide for themselves. There's some rhyme or reason that they go to work and nobody goes to work to be a part of incidents, especially a serious incident or a fatality. Pretty somber one today, but I just wanted to jump on and, and share real quick and do this emergency episode because I just, I, I'm still baffled at some of the comments that I saw from safety professionals about blaming, whether they're blaming the employee, whether they're blaming the organization, just quick to blame is slow to learn, man. And I, I don't know when, when people will grasp that. I mean, this was a, a very serious incident with it being a fatality and they still had that blame and shame mindset and it's disheartening and it's it's something that really really gets to me if, if you can't tell and I think I'm naive to think that we're raising the bar and we're you know raising the standard and setting the standard and we're getting one percent better every day and then I see things being said like what I saw this weekend in the comment section and I think we took one step forward to take 10 steps back and it's just something that really, really gets to me. So I wanted to jump on here and talk a little bit about it. And um, don't go be one of those people. How you treat anybody is how you treat everybody. And that includes the comment section on LinkedIn. So I appreciate you all tuning in and listening through to this short emergency episode. But I felt like it was warranted, especially after what I saw over the weekend and Obviously, I feel pretty strongly about it. I'm still a little bit fired up, so I wanted to jump on and share real quick and, and take 10 minutes of your time. So have a good rest of your week. Appreciate you all tuning in. I'll see you on the next one. Same place, same time. Mm-hmm.